Welcome to our Humanities 9 podcast. We're from the Mount Vernon Presbyterian School in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Skylar Tiffin, and today we're going to be talking about change makers in Latin America. The person that I chose to research was Toussaint Louverture, and he was a originally a Haitian slave that became really involved in the Haitian Revolution, and he freed the slaves in Haiti. Hi, I'm Bennett, and I learned about the Castro brothers. Fidel and Raul Castro were both born in Brian, Cuba, and they both later ruled Cuba in a cruel dictatorship. Hi, I'm Sofia, and the person I researched were the Maribel sisters, and they were four sisters in the Dominican Republic who opposed the dictatorship of Rafael Trujillo. I'm Eliza, and I researched Diego Rivera, an early first century muralist who started the Mexican mural movement. So Eliza, can you describe a little bit more about your change maker? So after the military phase of the Mexican Revolution, the Secretary of Public Education needed a way to promote certain ideals to both the rich and the poor. And you know, the rich tended to be literate, but a lot of the poor people were still illiterate. Um, and so to do this, he would show, he put murals all over Mexico, and one of the muralists that he had was Diego Rivera. Do you think you could describe a little bit more one of his more <clears throat> famous murals? Um, well, one of his most famous ones is called Controller of the Universe, and it's, it's like very detailed, <clears throat> and it has this man in the center and a bunch of people from a bunch of different cultures and everything surrounding him. And um, a lot of the times he would paint about both his own views and certain views that Mexico wanted to like have in the center of their society. So um, he was a communist and a lot of the time would paint about that. So Bennett, your person's also communist, correct? Correct. Fidel and Raul Castro relate to Diego Rivera's because they were both com because they were both communist. Fidel and Raul both lived in Cuba and they didn't like they didn't like their dictator who was Batista and that he was treating them unfairly and so he started a group to overthrow them and eventually Fidel Castro led the group to overthrow Batista and and after many years he became the dictator mm -hmm. and many people liked him for that because they thought he was going to end dictatorship and everything but instead of doing that he he started to practice the same things that Batista did just under new rule. Huh. Sophia, how does your person relate with Bennett's? Well, the Maribel sisters dealt with a dictator who was awful and cruel. And so this dictator was Rafael Trujillo, and he was a cruel dictator who was responsible for more than 50,000 deaths. And he ruled for 30 years, and throughout his reign, he brought stability and prosperity to the country. And the Maribel sisters did not favor this ruler, and they opposed him. And so they basically made a group to overthrow the dictator and they basically informed the people of the Dominican Republic about how awful he was in treating people. What happened to them? Well, during when they were trying to overthrow the dictator, they got or three out of the four sisters were assassinated while during um, protesting and so did they succeed? Like, what did they end up doing in the end? Well, they did succeed because they informed people about the evil ruler, and they did have enough supporters to overthrow the dictator. But as I said, the some of the sisters were killed. Hmm. So I know my person, Toussaint Louverture, he also, he was a Haitian slave originally, but his entire island, Haiti, was under the rule of French imperialism. 
And he eventually, he became educated and he was freed from slavery and he became the general of the army that really like uh, attacked France as they were going through their whole revolution. And he just, he's the person in Haiti that they consider who freed slaves. So let's talk about more of the catalyst for the change of each of our people. So, um, Sophia, what was your big catalyst that made the Marable sisters really want to let's change this? Well, just in general, like their ruler, the dictator, definitely was a cruel dictator and he used communism in his reign and so the Maribel sisters did not like that at all so they had to do something about that so that kind of just started their revolution. I feel like they wanted to start a revolution I would probably say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did, yeah, the same thing for Toussaint Levateur. He was also, the revolution started before he got involved but once he realized the revolution was going on he immediately jumped in and the big thing that started the revolution in Haiti was the revolution in France. And so when French, the government in France was really weak, um, Haiti's like, hey, let's, let's attack. Yeah, um, and <clears throat> Diego also responded to um, the Mexican Revolution where there was an overthrow of power and no one was really equal, like, society-wise, and he wanted to change that. Fidel, he, uh, he felt like he was being mistreated, and so he found other people that uh, were thinking the same thing, thinking that they were being mistreated by their current dictator. And so therefore, he started a rebel group to overthrow them, to stand up for what he believed in. So they all sort of have to do with revolutions, I'm noticing. I think it's because <clears throat> because of the change, it's like a catalyst for more change. Like yeah. as one thing mm -hmm. changes, more things end up changing to fit with that. And so that's how our change makers arise. Yeah, revolutions. Mm-hmm. Cool. So since all these people are change makers, what do you think is a quality that a change maker needs to have? Um, well, it seems that all of these people, they were powerful, whether it be mm -hmm. through like actual power that they had over yeah. people or like with what they could do with their words and with their art and what it said and how it had an effect on people. Yeah, like even Bennett's person, even though he was a dictator, the people liked him mm -hmm. originally and he was a leader and that's how he rose to power. Yeah, they trusted him. And like the Maribel sisters, they weren't like a leader like in a country, but they did lead like a group to overthrow dictators and they opposed communism. So they definitely were leaders to citizens. Yeah. And all, although uh, Fidel, he eventually he was the dictator, he led a group of rebels to overthrow the current dictator and they all trusted him and believed in him. Yeah. And Toussaint Louverture, like, obviously he was a leader, like, that was his title during the revolution, but even before he became educated and he helped other people in slavery. So what do you think are some issues today, current world issues, that our people would relate to? So for the Maribel sisters, a current issue that they would be passionate about would be communism and cruel dictators that are currently ruling and that are harming their country. So an example would be ISIS, which is like a well-known um, terrorist group, and it's feared by the Islamic people, and they rule the area through for force and war. 
So the Maribel sisters would definitely take part in revolting and yeah, yeah. So like I think my person would probably participate in that because he was a general. But I think um, modern day slavery would more or less be his main goal because since he was a slave and since he was with people who were slaves, he would be able to spread the word and also help people cope with that experience that they had. Well, I think Diego and um, honestly a lot of the other people would be um, standing up for like equality, which I feel like <clears throat> tends to be a big issue like around, especially in a bunch of places like in the Middle East and stuff. There's still like um, women don't have all the rights that we have in, in places like America. And I feel like he would, um, since he was a communist, he would like want us to have more of that equality and go for more of a... Yeah, they would want to stand up. I think um, everyone's sort of, they all have very strong views and they do a, they want to do a lot to uh, make their views heard. I feel like Fidel, uh, he would be passionate about problems that where people were being untreated or be, they were being uh, ruled by someone. And I feel like um, Fidel, he just he would stand up for anyone who's being mistreated when. So talking about these contemporary issues. What do you, how do you think your person would use social media? Um, I definitely think that a guy like Diego, he's pretty artistic. I think he'd have, he'd be using some Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> and I think he'd like share his work because now that um, we have social media, it's a lot easier to like share all these things. And like, you know, he's very passionate about his work and like what it shows, and he'd want to get that out to more people. And I think even like he, he's, he definitely has strong opinions, and I think that he would use Twitter a lot to, like, tweet about... Because, like, a lot of people talk about these, like, strong opinions and, like, how they feel about everything on Twitter. I think all of our people would most likely use Twitter, but I think um, sharing the pictures specifically for your person, um, that's more of, like, a... I don't know, I guess, sort of getting their pictures out there on the Instagram or something, but... I don't know all their opinions of what social media they would want to use, but I think they'd be using it, mm -hmm. definitely. Because all of them have a lot to say, and mm -hmm. I feel like they'd definitely like, take that opportunity to like, get their opinions and like, what they want to say out to more people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Like The Maribel sisters would definitely want to get their opinions out, as they did. They made pamphlets, and they gave it to people in their society, and they were like, telling people and informing them about how bad the dictator was and how like unfairly he was treating them. So I definitely think they would use like Twitter to tweet something about their opinions about the ruler and stuff. Like so Bennett, how do you think your person, when he's a dictator and when he's, before he's a dictator, would use social media? And I feel like before he was a dictator, he would stand up for what he believes in and he would almost try to trick other people into thinking he's trying to help them. Like using what? By using... Like what, what, what specifically would he like tweet about or write about or share? I feel like he'd be trying to connect with people on a personal level to try and get them to trust him. And after he, after he was in office and he, was the dict and he just ruled everything, I feel like he would just 
not really care about anyone else's opinion because he already had complete power. After talking about these change makers for a while, what do you think, um, how do you think of individuals today and in the past can have catalysts for change? Um, so I think by like going out and like making a like large statement and like being trustworthy and like reaching out to other people is really how you start to make a change because like once you start to inspire other people, they inspire other people and it's this huge chain reaction and like that's how you really start to bring about a change. So like talking to others almost? Talking to others like maybe just like having an effect on others whether it's through your words or through your actions or like stuff like art. It's just um, as long, like people see it and because of like it has an effect on them and then they start to like share it and it comes in a huge circle and then a change is brought about. Yeah. And I think having those leadership qualities is big important like we talked about before and that really um, makes a difference and I think if you have those leadership qualities and you use them and you um, put it out there to get other people to follow you then that's another way you can sort of be that catalyst for change like um, the Maribel sisters for example they started the revolution and everything a bunch of people trusted them I feel like after you I feel like after you find something that you're really you really feel strongly about and you want to change, you can find other people that share the same point of view and you can start talking with them and try and find a solution. And then eventually, if you find a solution, you can just act on that solution with people who also feel strongly about the same problem. Yeah, I think you just need to have a really solid view on something. And then I think like even if that view is not what you use, you bring yourself to power somehow and mm -hmm. then by getting yourself like in the light and having people see you is like that's when you can really start to make Yeah, you just need to get involved. Like to say Levator, even though he came in the revolution not right away, he got involved and he was in it and his he cared about it and you need to have something that you care about in order to be a change maker and so that an individual can be that catalyst for change. Yeah, I agree because you have to have kind of a strong belief in what you believe in. Like the Maribel sisters, they believed in equality and that their leaders should treat them fairly and not cruelly, so. Thank you for listening to our first Humanities Nine podcast. Uh, we also want to throw out a special thank you to Miss Troy for falling during our podcast and injuring her knee. Yes. Please heal. Feel better. Enjoy the bleeding. Is that what you said, Eliza? <laughs> so please heal. <laughs> Enjoy the bleeding. So thank you again. Have a great day.